Welcome to The Truth Must Be Told. I hope that you have been enjoying this podcast. We have covered many subjects, and, you know, we're going to continue to do that. The response has been excellent, and I will continue to bring you quality podcasts from which you can learn and perhaps give you some hope in this uncertain world. If you have missed any episodes, you can go to thetruthmustbetold.org and you will find a link for anchor.fm, which will allow you to listen to previous podcasts absolutely free. It's free to visit the site and free to listen. And while you're there, consider hitting that support button and help this ministry to continue to grow around the world. Thank you for your support and for joining me here on The Truth Must Be Told. I'm back. (laughs) We'll be talking about a couple of things today on The Truth Must Be Told. Stand by. He's just ignorant. He doesn't know any better than to tell the truth. It's the truth. I just want to report the truth. It'd be a nice change of pace. When in doubt, tell the truth. And when I try to tell the truth, they kick me off the air. You can't handle the truth. And now, speaking the truth, even though it hurts, here's the host of The Truth Must Be Told, Sal Passos. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello. Oh, wow. I'm back. It's Tuesday. I hope you all had a great weekend. It's been a difficult week here at the uh, Paso's Homestead. We um, went through some very difficult times this week with oh, both Lori and I and our pain issues. Uh, we've gone through some difficult things with um, just emotionally and physically things that are going on, and it's just uh, it's been it's been. It's been very, very difficult. In fact, Lori is not feeling well tonight, and I appreciate your prayers. Uh, lift her up in prayer. I would appreciate it. And also, uh, for your prayers, I would appreciate it if you pray for my cousin's daughter. She went on vacation with her boyfriend's family for a couple of weeks, and she's in Texas now, and she's trying to fly home back to Connecticut, but uh, uh, she's trying to fly on Southwestern Airlines, but the company apparently is having trouble with their weather reporting system, and as a result... The FAA has grounded over 900 flights of Southwestern, so she's in a little bit of a, of a situation there, and uh, we'd really uh, appreciate your prayers for her and that she doesn't pre- freak out too much. And that's all I have to say about that. <clears throat> but we do appreciate your prayers, appreciate your uh, lifting up this ministry. I am starting to get more and more people are... Uh, posting and thanking me for the truth must be told, and I do appreciate that. It has been a very difficult um, road to hoe at times. Uh, Last Tuesday was the uh, last time that I did a live broadcast or or did a broadcast at all. We've just been, we haven't been feeling good, and it's just been a very, very rough week, so I put on uh, the best of the truth, and you can get that at uh, thetruthmustbetold.org. Click the link there for anchor.fm. Uh, let me just throw that up over here. And uh, anchor.fm uh, backslash or slash sal dash passos. Uh, please hit the support button too while you're there to help this ministry to continue to grow. Uh, we're um, we're kind of uh, in a stall situation here right now, but really would appreciate it the fact that this ministry is getting out to um, people around the world, and I'm very excited about that. And as God leads it, I would really appreciate your uh, your prayers and your your support and uh, as you see here you can donate you can make a gift of 99 cents a month 499 a month or 999 a month to help maintain the website and things like that it's getting uh, it's getting costly to to handle all these uh, all these things uh, 
But God has been good. We have had, um, you see, I've got a new background out there. Those of you looking on Facebook and Instagram, you see, I've got a new background behind me, which I'm very excited about. It seems to be working fairly well. Um, and uh, I'm still got a little bit of a slant there on that one side I'm looking at here. I thought I had that level. I guess I got to pull that curtain up a little bit more. But that's okay. We'll get that straightened out. And uh, I've got a new camera that I'm using. I was able to sell some equipment that I had and was able to buy a new vlogging camera. Now, it's not the best in the world. After I purchased it, I realized that I cannot adjust a lot of the settings, so I had to play around with the lighting here to get the, the lighting that I have to work or else I'd be either totally splashed out in white here or, um, you know, or totally in the dark. So, uh, but it's, it's working well. I, I kind of like the quality of this one better. And it doesn't allow me to uh, zoom in and zoom out, which I wasn't able to do before. Because when I do a live television show on HAPS, <clears throat> once I get that squared away, excuse me. Once I get that squared away, I will be able to um, zoom in or zoom out on that one as well. Because that whole thing is different there. But now that I put a new camera on, HAPS isn't recognizing the camera. So I've got to go through a whole bunch of stuff on that again. And I haven't been able to get to that uh, of late. But I will, and it's uh, not a problem. So uh, let's see what else is going on. Um, but God has been good. Uh, i got to tell you, God is good. There's been, um, you know, it's answers to prayer, and which we really appreciate. And if you have a prayer request, you have a, uh, a testimony you'd like to give, or if you'd like to be on the show, maybe you want to share something on the show. Maybe you've experienced something that um, you'd like to be live. I would love to interview you. So you could reach me at thetruthmustbetold.org. For those of you on Facebook, you could private message me. And, you know, it'd be really great if I could uh, get to see you guys and, and chat with you guys. I have new equipment here now that allow me to run phone calls through uh, my sound system, which is I'm just so excited about. It's really great. So if you... Uh, if you're interested, please contact me again, thetruthmustbetold.org, or you can uh, private message me here in Facebook, and the information, too, is on the bottom of the screen on that little teaser that's going on there. So, But, uh, yeah, it's been a great, uh, it's, been, it's, been, it's been good, and I want you to just sit back, enjoy the show. Today, uh, it's just going to be kind of a chat. I actually... Uh, you know, I've got so much stuff that I want to cover. I've got, I'm working on the stuff for Roman Catholicism, and I'm working on the stuff for the false religions. Uh, the uh, Well, actually, it's going to be more, more about, not false religion, but it's going to be more about the, um, the Word of Faith movement. And we're going to be discussing that in some detail very, very soon as soon as I begin to put everything together, because it's so much material. I literally have about this much material that I've printed out, and I need to formulate that into something for you guys. <clears throat> that will probably be, excuse me, and that will probably be a two or three show. Uh, where Sherlock Holmes says, it's quite the four-pipe problem, yes. And I've been listening to... Um, Audiobooks are great, and I've been able to listen to in my spare time and listen to uh, Sherlock Holmes. I love Sherlock Holmes stories, and it's 
It's just great. Um, and it's not elementary, my dear Watson. He never said that. He used the term elementary, and he said, my dear Watson, but never together in that phrase. I think that was a Basil Rathbone thing when Basil Rathbone was doing the shows on, on TV, on movies. So anyway, but it's been, uh, it's been fun, and I've just been enjoying so much. I just got onto Kindle, and I've been reading a lot more, which is really good. I've been enjoying a lot of good stories out there, a lot of good stuff, and I try to do that to get my mind away from uh, things at times because there's just so much going on, and it just gets, you know, you get racked in, and I gotta, I'm got i tired of watching TV. I'm tired of just uh, shut the TV off, and I sit there and read. It's, it's a lot better for me. All right, so anyway, I want to tell you a story. I want to tell you a story about a great man who was born on June 16th, 1928. So um, his, his birthday would be tomorrow. And uh, he was born in New Bedford, Massachusetts. In the later years, his, fa- um, later years, uh, his family uh, moved to New York City as his father was looking for better work opportunities. They lived in a small two-bedroom apartment in New York, and he had to share a bed with two of his brothers, which is probably not unusual. I guess they had a full. I guess from what he, I know of him, he had a what one full-size bed and had to share it with two brothers. So, it was interesting. Well, he spent time in the Air Force during the Korean conflict and served in Okinawa, and at Strategic Air Command. He wanted to stay in the military as a career, as he loved it so much. But his wife was pregnant with her first child, and that corresponded by the by the, the end of his tour of duty. So he always regretted, regretted leaving the service, but his wife's sister had died while giving childbirth, and there was fear in their hearts that she would have difficulty, and he didn't want to leave her alone to raise the child. Now the son was born, and he did everything that he could to support his family. He went to work for his father-in-law, delivering, installing, and repairing televisions and radios. They lived for very little rent on the third floor of the business, while his father-in-law lived on the second floor. Eventually, he was able to purchase his own home nearby and moved his family there. It was a nice three-bedroom house, which had a small backyard and very close neighbors. If you've watched Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire and paid attention to the home that he was living in, it was much like that. He would tell his son of, the, of his experiences in the Air Force and taught him many things about planes, trains, and automobiles. No, not the movie. He would take his son to Kennedy Airport to watch the flights that were coming in and going out, and it was one of their most favorite things that they, that they, they would do. He took his son often to fire stations and other places like that, just visiting and giving his son a, a good background taught his son to respect the police and respect authority. After a, few, after a few years, he moved his family to Connecticut in hopes to have a better lifestyle for his family. His son was going to be attending a school where armed security guards were walking the uh, hallways, and he would have to take the subway to school, and the family was very concerned about that. But he was able to purchase a home in a small coastal, coastal town, and the house was not too far from the beach where he spent much time with his son and wife. He taught his son how to fix things, take care of the lawn, paint, and general care of the home. After many years, his son married and moved away, taking with him all the knowledge that was taught to him. 
The man was starting to have physical issues. He had a heart attack, which slowed him down considerably. He developed diabetes, type 1 diabetes, which forced him to take insulin every day, along with a myriad of other health problems. But he was determined to keep on, and in spite of his physical condition, he wouldn't complain. By now he was retired because of the disability. He could not work anymore due to the heart condition and his other physical issues. After a few years, his family had to travel to New York to attend the funeral of his older brother. His older brother passed away in New York from, uh, I believe it was cardiac issues. And it took its toll on this man. And several months later, in spite of the doctor's efforts, this brave man went into a coma for four weeks after coming out of surgery. The man's son and mother had to decide to pull the plug as there was no hope that he would come out of it and he could, because he was on life support. His wife could not sign the papers, which forced the son, put the son in the position to have to sign the papers to terminate the father's life, which was very difficult for the father. His life was one of love and caring for his family. Nothing was more important to him except for his relationship with Jesus. He accepted Christ as his Savior in the 1980s and lived as best he could for the Lord. His son was the one who led him to Christ as his son was saved in 1977. And he loved his wife and family and left a legacy of good that impacted many lives that he touched. He wasn't perfect, as surely as none of us are, but he was the best dad and husband that he could be. He surely is missed by those who loved him, and especially to me. If you have not guessed, this man was my dad, and he will forever live in my heart. So, happy birthday in heaven, Dad. Soon we will be together again and meet before the throne and rejoice together. I miss my dad so much. I wish he was here now so that he can ask I can ask him advice on so many things. He knew me and I cherished his counsel on so many issues. And if you're looking at the screen right now on Facebook or Instagram, that picture that's posted there was the picture of him right after he got saved. And as you see, this is my little memorial to him in my office where I have his picture, the B-47 bomber ashtray, which is there. He always said that was his plane, and he never explained to me what he meant by that. But then again, he was a strategic air command, so I have no idea what the old guy was up to. I have his airman um, paraphernalia here from the, the uh, logbook, which shows his graduating class from uh, basic training, and I uh, have his Bible right there under the airplane. And, uh, you know, and I on top of this, I have his flag that was given to us after his military funeral. But I do miss him. I miss him a lot. My dad was a very special man. He was very special to me, and trust me, he did impact the lives of those around him. 
in more ways than I can I can even share with you here. He was an incredible guy. Talented. Taught me how to play guitar. Taught me how, like I said, taught me how to fix things. Not to be scared to try different things. But to go ahead and give it a shot. And because of him, I could do electrical, plumbing, carpentry. I could fix vehicles. Not afraid to tackle jobs that would put other other people would have to hire someone for. I'm thankful for my father. He was a great guy. And I miss him terribly. But I will see him again someday. Okay, we'll be right back. Time for a break. Now, for those of you watching on Facebook and Instagram, you'll see that um, I stood silent for a minute and took a sip of my sweet tea, <clears throat> and that is because I had to give uh, commercial time in here because this podcast is monetized on Anchor, and I have to do a commercial in there for them. So when you listen to this on Anchor, you will hear the break that comes in there, and uh, that's just the way it is. So I hope you don't mind that I took the time to uh, honor and remember my father. He was a great, like I said, he was a great man. We did a lot of things together. We learned a lot of things together. He was a funny guy, though, being in the military. He never really liked guns, though he was very, in, in, he was very excited when I had uh, brought home an M1 Garand. As when I was uh, 17 years old, 16, 17 years old, I had joined the uh, Catholic War Veterans Drill Team and was learning how to march and do flips and things with my rifles. And that was pretty cool. And an M1 Garand is not a light rifle to flip around, let me tell you. That thing weighs almost 10 pounds. But it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. And it was, you know, and he had taught me a lot about how to take care of my shoes, my military boots, my uniform. How to set everything up, and because uh, we were we were quite disciplined in that little uh, drill team, it was fun. But yeah, like I said, I hope you don't mind. I, I just miss my dad so much. Tomorrow's being his birthday. Would have been uh, tomorrow would have been his birthday. He was born in nineteen twenty eight. So what is that? What what that would have made him what ninety? Um, How many ninety one years old? Yeah, yeah, I miss him. I miss him a lot. But he never complained about things. He wouldn't. He wouldn't tell. Even when you tell my his wife things that were wrong with him, and he would tell me, "said Don't tell your mom. I don't want her to worry." So when he passed, uh, it was it was a difficult time. But we had gone down that road, and uh, still miss him. I still miss him a lot. Miss miss him so much. But anyway. So with Father's Day coming up on Sunday, I don't know if I'm going to be doing a Father's Day broadcast, so let's uh, let's make this one kind of the unofficial Father's Day broadcast, okay? Uh, you can remember to take care of your dads. You know, if you haven't seen them, 
for a while or talked with him, give him a call. I'm sure he'll be glad to hear from you. And um, I miss my children. My son, Eric, keeps in touch with me quite regularly. And my other son and my daughter, I haven't spoken to them in years. Years. And yet my daughter lives just a few miles away from me here. And for some reason, she's mad at me. So just pray for her, please. Her name is Nicole. But I'm just thankful. I'm thankful that I do, or I did have a father like Ben. He was quite the guy. He was quite the guy. I put this up again here. And this was a picture of him in the uh, his Air Force uniform and... This is him and I together. You can see he wasn't. I'm six foot. <clears throat> he was uh, five four, and mom was four eleven. So go figure. I don't know where I came from, but this was uh, taken on Christmas, I think, around 1976, 75, somewhere in there. So, um, but if you have your dad, if he's still around, don't forget to say, you know, tell him you love him. And he'd be glad to hear from you. Remember your dads. It's very important. And um, I know my father tried to do everything that he could. When he got saved, it was a joyous time. You know, he came to the Lord and was so excited about being saved. The change in his life (laughs) was incredible. He had, uh, and when he got baptized in the Holy Spirit, holy mackerel, that happened at his baptism, I believe. And, you know, just God is so good. God was so good to him and took care of him. He was afraid. He he showed fear. But he, he never cried about things either. He was a man's man. I saw him cry. When his uh, father died, I saw him cry when his mother died. And he cried when I left for Wyoming for the first time. <clears throat> Hold on, please. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a man's man. But God was good. Um, God was good to him and, and good to us, and I'm thankful I had a father like that. I remember when I was 22 years old, I had back talk my mother. And this little five-foot, four-inch guy got up from the couch, came walking over to me, grabbed me by my shirt, and literally lifted me up off the floor and said, you will not talk to your mother that way. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Yeah. He loved being outside. He loved being at the beach. And like I said, he didn't like guns too much. Everything I learned about guns and hunting, that I learned from my uncle. My crazy Irish uncle. <laughs> he was six foot four. He was a big man. But yeah, I just I remember my dad. I remember everything that was good about him. Every once in a while I think of the, the bad times. He was you know, it was funny too. He was never a drinker. Uh he would have his beer, you know, and he 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 wouldn't get lit, so to speak, but he'd have his beer and and whatnot, but he was at a party one time. We were in Connecticut, and he were, we were at some kind of family gathering, and 
they had a cousin. My mother's cousin, Sal, was his name. It, it was either Sal's or Tony's in our family. And his his uh, he had a cousin. Uh, the cousin Sal was... Now, that man was a drinker. And for some reason, my father felt that he had to try to drink that man under the table. And he lost. <laughs> and I remember bringing him home drunk and... You know, and he was walking the living room. Come on, come on. Let's see which kind of a man you are. Come on and fight with me. <laughs> Dad, go to bed. <clears throat> yeah, he was a funny guy. That was before he got saved. But he was um, he was a great guy. Read his Bible every day. And uh, I'm sorry, I just keep going on about my dad. But, I, you know, it's just, it's the, it's the good times like this that I remember with my father. Now, many of you may not have a father, may not have known your father. And I'm sorry about that. I, I really am. I wish that all could have had a dad like mine. He was a great guy. However, God in heaven is considered your heavenly father. And your earthly father may have not been the greatest influence on your life. But don't let that stop you from allowing God to be your heavenly father and to teach you. You know, God gave his son... Uh, so that we could be in his in, in God's presence, you know. And uh, there's many in script many times in scripture where it speaks of God being our Father. In fact, even Jesus said, When you pray, pray in this manner, our Father, who art in heaven. So, yeah, we gotta pray to God as our Father and, and remember him that God is our Father. He disciplines us like a father. He loves us like a father. He wants to give good gifts to us as a father. He wants to give us the Holy Spirit, which will, well, that's going to be another show. <laughs> but uh, he wants to give you these things to lift you up out of where you are. So in this Father's Day, if you don't have a dad, Look to God. God is your heavenly Father. And God will teach you how to do things. God will comfort you. God is your best counselor. As my Father was, now my heavenly Father is my best counselor. And then sometimes it's difficult, but when you spend time in prayer and seek after God, Oh, it gets so exciting, folks. I'm telling you. You got to come to the Lord. You got to come to the Lord. The change that took place in my father's life was a result of a change that took place in my life. And the fact that I said to him one day, I said, I was living in Wyoming at the time, and I'd learned something very significant, that God is my father, whether he was saved or not. Um, whether my father was saved or not, realized that God had placed him there as an authority over me. And I told my father that. And I said, Dad, you're my father. And if, um, you know, even though you're not saved, you don't know, but, you know, I have to listen to you and what you have to say. And, you know, he said, come home. And he sent me the money to come home. And I did. And it was as a result of that that he came to know the Lord, of my obedience to his authority. So I would challenge you, if your father's not saved, but he's still around, obey your parents. This is the, the Bible says that. Obey your parents, 
the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you. Well, I got to say, it went well with me. And, but if you don't have your dad or you don't know who he is, that's okay. God is your heavenly father and he loves you. He loves you so much. And he wants to take your hand and walk you through the difficult time. So come to him. If you don't know how to come to him, write to me. I'll let you know. I'll, te- I'll show you how, what you need to do. It's not difficult. So again, all right, I'm going to end it here. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, and um, you know, let me know. Will you go on to the truthmustbetold.org, and there you could find a link to write to me and email me. And if you do, uh, while you're there, if you can, uh, you can contact me for prayer requests or comments on the show or future topics. I promise you, you won't be spammed. But let me know what you think, and I'll be glad to um, to tell you more about a relationship with Jesus Christ. Be glad to send you those materials via email. All right, guys. I love you. Thank you for being here tonight on The Truth Must Be Told, and we will see you on Thursday. God bless.